0: Hey listeners, welcome to What Are You Listening To Again? It's a replay of one of our favorite episodes from Season 1. This week, it's Jen's conversation with William Reed. Enjoy!
1: Hey William! Hey Jen! What are you listening to this week? Welcome what are you listening to this week the weekly podcast where we talk about our favorite songs some old some new all good i'm jen tully and this week i'm joined by filmmaker william f reed william is a writer director producer and the founder of rude boy pictures his latest feature length film is called the good hearts club a comedy about finding your community and the chosen family we discover along the way For this week's episode, William and I are going to discuss the music from the film. Speaking of, did you know that now on Spotify you can listen to the show with the songs we discuss incorporated? Just search for What Are You Listening To With Music? If you're not listening on Spotify, be sure to give the playlist a listen and then tune into our conversation. With that, let's get started. William, I know I gave you an impossible task, asking you to pick just two songs from the Good Hearts Club soundtrack that you love. So tell me, what are you listening to this week?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jen, you are not lying. That was an impossible task to try and whittle down just. But I went, I went based on what the show is called and what I was listening to this week. Um, and uh, and so I, you know, the the first thing uh, that. Uh, I'm listening to right now is the song from Valise, which is, uh, I know I'm going to space it on the kind of love, kind of love by Valise. That's the song that I'm listening to currently.
1: Yes. Such a good song. Um, Tell me about this song. Tell me about its role in the movie and why this song, Um, what you tell me what you know about Valise. Yeah.
0: Well, so the first thing is, you know, whenever I'm choosing music for a movie, it's always about vibe, feel, you know, like what is this music kind of vibing in that moment? And this song particularly has, it's so fun and bright and peppy, you know, it's almost got like this, it almost feels like the way music felt in the fifties, kind of fun and just dancing and just sort of fun to be there, you know? But at the same time, it echoes of this, like, 90s kind of uh, rock, the chords. I'm not, I don't know, like, you know, musicality terms so much, but this is just what I get from it. Um, And so that's, since the film is about uh, good hearts, you know, people that have good hearts and trying to do their best in life, it made sense to bring us in on that happier sort of, this is what you're going to get vibe. Um, And it's kind of funny because if you listen to the lyrics, it's, You know, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention to the lyrics when I used it at first, uh, but the more I I loved the song I was listening to, I was like, oh my goodness, it's it's so interesting to hear, uh, you know, some of the things that he's saying. So that's why I chose it for the first uh, opening uh, song of the film yeah
1: I love that and I think that it is it's it's also the song I believe that's used in the trailer and I feel like it totally fits the movie for all the reasons that you were saying it's upbeat it's quirky it's sweet it has heart you know like all of the things that I think were so true about the Good Hearts Club um, and so this song really was one of my favorites on the soundtrack for all of those reasons it just perfectly encompasses the movie and I think the movie does another thing that anybody who's ever listened to an episode of this show knows that I'm a huge fan of all movies, but I have a special love for the subgenre of 80s movies. And um, I feel like this movie used the music very in, in ways very similar to the way a John Hughes used music in his movies like it really does set a mood or it um it it makes a scene more memorable um and this song comes to mind for that again whether it's you know that opening scene I don't want to give too much about the movie away yeah. but it is shot in Austin and that's something to call out about the soundtrack a lot of these artists that you used on the soundtrack are also from Austin is that right
0: That's absolutely correct you know it, it isn't a- First yeah. of all, thank you so much for your kind words, and it's fun to hear you say that. Just because that was that was my what I was going for. I truly, when I was making this, I was like, I just nobody makes John Hughes movies anymore. Nobody ever will, but this is my little one-two punch at that at that genre and that vibe. So I'm so happy that it came through. But yeah, uh, that was a huge part of this film. Is I really needed it to feel Austin. I wanted it to, it, you know, encompass how much of this community is. Uh, welcoming and how we are all weird in our own right I mean everyone is weird right but Austin yes. embraces it and um and I just really wanted that that true vibe of the town and so actually funny story um one of the band members of the Leaf, he uh he actually helped me get most of the music for the film like cuz he's a musician here in town and he goes to shows and he knows a lot of the artists and so he actually compiled a list of a lot of music for me to kind of listen to. And that's how I ended up with such incredible Austin-based music.
1: Yes. And and it shines through. You know, again, I think that the music kind of supplements the whole Austin vibe, like you said that. And then I think to deliver on your John Hughes vibes, you also had an incredibly talented cast. Um, They really gave me John Hughes vibes and the way they worked together as an ensemble. And they all had really distinct, lovable characters that they sort of just played to the hilt, you know, whether it was the strangeness of a character like George or, <laughs> you know, the lovable Matt, who is wonderfully played by Tyler Mann. Like, he is just a shining star in the movie. Um, Teresa, you know, like, she's a great character. There are so many, and I think that, that that also really came through with sort of the camaraderie and the ensemble of this cast, and that made it feel really um, 80s and John Hughesy to me, too.
0: Yeah, so... Thank you. I'm so happy that that. And you're absolutely right. The cast that I was able to get for this film is astronomical. You know, this is my first feature. And um, the fact that I got to play with such talented individuals and now they're on my roster. Now I can call them and say, hey, you know, um, Darby, who plays uh, uh, Teresa. Hey, Teresa. I'm doing a thing. Yeah. You want to you know, come, come? Let's do a thing. And um, I'm just I'm so uh, happy that that worked out the way it did.
1: Yeah, it did. And again, just I think it's so hard when you have a film like this um, to create an ensemble where the whole cast is important. And this movie, I really felt like the whole cast was important. You couldn't pull one character out of there and have it be the same magic, you know? Yeah. I, so yeah. I love that.
0: I, I'm happy. I'm so happy. And, you know, it's if we ever have time, I can tell you more about how that process worked out, how we were able to get them so camaraderied that's not a word but I'm, I'm doing it right now <laughs> camaraderied uh, but, but um, yeah it's, it, it's fantastic from top to bottom as far as the, the casting and the characters that it created
1: Definitely, definitely. And again, the way the music sort of brings them all together. I love that. And so that's a nice transition. We went from like a really happy, upbeat, quirky song to open. And then your second pick is a little bit sadder. So tell me about your second pick.
0: Indeed. Well, so like I said before, it's all about vibe. It's all about feeling. And um, the next song that we're going to talk about is by Stage 11. Um, And uh, the song is called Open Water. And... um, it starts with these real sort of uh, a guitar playing this kind of slide rhythm a little bit, and then a, and then a, a drums coming in a little bit, and it starts this beat, and it's just real uh, dark and heavy. And it happens at a point in the film where, of course, the the, the characters have just learned some bad news, and so yeah, we are transitioning from this happy bright time to the the first oh no moment or whatever of the film and I really wanted it to feel that uh, that sort of dread and uh, stage eleven um, Diego Garcia the the singer of that band does an incredible job of his voice is so unique but at the same time it it has these this uh, you know Eddie Vedder or Chris Cornell Cornell sort of like meshing together but also with yep. this edginess at the bottom of it. And so it, it just brings you into this kind of dark and foreboding vibe. But then for me, it takes you on a journey. It, it, to me, like the best way I can describe this song is like, if you've ever gone swimming at dusk, where you can no longer see below the surface of the water and it's a little scarier somehow. And it, that just really vibed with me. And so that's why that song uh, brings us into that part of the film.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. And I I also wrote like one of the notes I wrote about it was it's a super sad song for a movie that's basically upbeat, but it does. You're right. It comes at this moment in the film where you're like, so rooting for these characters. And then, like you said, the first sort of, oh no moment happens and you're like, oh man. (laughs) And so it's perfect that you get this sad song and lyrically, not vocally at all. I agree with you on, on how, um, how the lead singer sounds vocally in terms of like a Chris Cornell oh. kind of vibe but the lyrics reminded me of the song Brick by Ben Folds 5 Oh yeah like it's this st- Yeah, like this song about this guy that's like just really, you know—you don't know if it's like I couldn't necessarily tell from the lyrics if he was talking about um, like a friend or a girlfriend or even like his mother maybe. But there's this great lyric and it keeps, it's the chorus where it says, take me to the open water. I'm ready to dive in. I want to see the ocean before my wings come in. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's just it's like this beautiful, heartbreaking song that you love, and then when you see it in the context of the movie, it just breaks your heart again, yeah you know <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely that uh, all of his all of his work diego uh he, all of his lyrics are very similar in that way, poetic, and they have stories that you're like, "What is that, and how does that affect me and uh, so they're they're certainly one of my favorite bands in general,
1: yeah so good i liked i liked them as well and i liked um i liked where this fell in the movie it, it felt like a good time to sort of have a moment like this yeah. in the movie and and getting to see the characters um deal with kind of disappointment and sadness after they worked so hard you know like again you get a lot of them being kind of quirky and upbeat and great and so it was nice to sort of see the range of them um dealing with disappointment collectively as well i love that yeah Well, and then it, yeah, it was. It definitely was. And then going through the soundtrack, it was hard for me to pick songs <laughs> as well, because I really did enjoy so many of them. And again, we there are so many great um, Austin artists. You know, there's a, 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 a Walker Lukens song that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Vallis has a couple of songs on the soundtrack, I believe, not just this, not just um, the one that, that you called out, but I think they have two or three songs on the soundtrack. They do, yeah, three all together, yeah okay um and then my first pick though there are, again many great songs but i loved a song called baku baku by hand me down adventure yeah yeah now, such a great song i love where it falls in the movie um and this song to me had kind of like an alt j feel to it a little bit you oh, know yeah. like it's kind of quirky mm-hmm. kind of silly um And it just, again, it went so well with these characters, you know. And it comes kind of mid-movie. And to me, what feels like a real 80s throwback scene, you know. Like, um, I I think that, um, I don't want to give too much away, but there, there are some really lovely moments where we kind of get to um, be like a fly on the wall watching these people. You know, there's a scene where they're all kind of like dancing around. We'll get to that a little (laughs) bit later because that's a song that I in a band that you told me about that I've completely gone bonkers about that we'll talk about a little later called Goons. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I just loved the song, um, and I have really like dug deep on Hand Me Down Adventure since you introduced me to them.
0: Oh, great! Yeah, they're a fantastic, t- fantastic band. I'll actually tell you, you know, I since this is an independent film that we're talking about, I didn't have a, a group of people behind me doing anything. I, I spoke with all these bands when we came to working out their wow. deal and how to do all this stuff, and so we did a Zoom call, and I got to get a little um, input on the, the the song itself, but Baku Baku. Um, I believe it, I don't remember exactly what member of the band told me, but, uh, that the name of the song is for the very opening, go, and he thought it sounded mm-hmm. like, um, and so that's just kind of a fun little FYI that, you know, the band, where the band, that name came from that, for that song. And
1: I, yeah, I totally
0: hear what you're saying with, um, alt vibe, alt vibe, alt J sounds and vibe yes. with this song, but it also, that very first, like, that, that kind of the drum beat and then the bass line really kind of reminded me of the beginning of it starts like was oh, that a sublime song it's almost so, sort of like mm-hmm. this really just chilled back and let's just enjoy but then there's these female vocals that come in and they're they're kind of intertwined and kind of hauntingly beautiful it's it's, it's a fun fun song I love it
1: it's a fun song and it fits so well again with the movie like just the quirkiness of it so much like spoke to me with the way that again I keep going back to ensemble but just the way that the cast worked so well together and each character was so different yet they all blended so well that's what this song sort of said to me it's like all of these kind of disparate sounds and instruments that maybe you wouldn't normally think would sound great together and then yeah you have this haunting like female voice that kind of comes in and out it's such a cool song. Love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Those guys are great.
1: And then my second song from the soundtrack that I've been listening to a ton this week is Floors by Abby the Nomad.
0: Yes.
1: Um, and tell me, am I saying that wrong Is or am I saying that right? Is that I believe so. It? I
0: honestly don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Yeah. We're going to say yes.
1: I think so. And uh, this is another band that I was not familiar with that is an Austin-based band that is so, so good. I mean, like, I just went bonkers with this whole catalog. This song, Floors, is... um, from their album from 2015 where are my friends um and i just again the more i dug into this band the more i loved them and again the opening line of this song says my darling sweetheart i really thought i really love you And I thought it was the thought that counted, but it was my thought you can lose. (laughs) And the whole song, like, if you can follow that, like, stay with it for the whole song. Because once again, it takes you on this really, like, kooky journey that perfectly fits with the story, (laughs) like... I, tell me how this song sort of figured in Because I love this I love where it shows up in the film Like yeah. I love it
0: Yeah this is definitely one of those moments Where like, you know As an independent filmmaker as you're editing You know that you need transitional music You know and, and I again I, I I could have had You know I have a a, a a composer score music For the film as well And we could have done more scoring But it really felt that I wanted to bring out the Austin vibe right? And so um for those you know moments that i wanted to bridge i thought where, you know what can i put here this is kind of a uh, melancholic moment you know there's it's a little sad but it needs to kind of it's kind of again i don't want to give too much away but it's it's a real pivotal moment in the film and i happened to yeah. I was listening to the song i was like you know maybe that'll go there and i plopped it in and i swear to god it was one of those happy accidents where i was like oh my like i even got a little emotional because the beginning of that song comes in with this little da-na-na-na, na na like this little kind of uh, uh, guitar vibe, and um, or it comes in with a beat, you know, just slowly building and building, and when I laid it over the scene that it's in, the beginning part of it, I was like, oh my God, this is going to work. And so the whole rest of the sequence after that, which is this kind of dancing uh, montage of people doing things, um, it fits absolutely perfectly for, for what it is, and I fell in love with it, and it was one of those moments where I started to go too far over the edge, meaning I was really in love with it. And at this level, I, don't, I didn't know if I could get the rights. I didn't know if they would be cool with it. I didn't know any of that. And I was, you know, it's a cardinal rule. Don't fall in love with this music. It's temp or whatever. But I couldn't help it. It was just so perfect. And thankfully, we were able to work everything out. And as you, can, as you heard, it's in the, it's in the film.
1: Yeah, and it's so... I can't... It's funny that you say that because I honestly can't imagine another song being there. You know, it works so well and it's so good that you're just like, oh, yes, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, the, The only thing that I would say is potentially a slightly more perfect and they're on par is what we spoke about and I think by the time mm. this episode releases we will have access to Goon's new album yeah. um which has an amazing song called Don't You Want to Dance that's maybe my favorite scene in the movie if I can say that <laughs> like I I love the way the song is used I love the spirit of the scene I mean just again without spoiling it just imagine like All of the comedies that we love from the 80s, you know, where you get a group of friends together that pull together to accomplish a seemingly impossible task, right? Or like a long shot task. And it's just everything you want it to be, that scene, um, and I feel like the Goon song just like delivers it with the perfect bow on top. It kind of gave me um, time of my life vibes, um, you know, from uh-huh. Dirty Dancing. Oh, yeah. Like it's that kind of like it's that pivotal to me or that like I can't again, I can't imagine the movie without that song in it and that scene.
0: Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, they, they weren't it wasn't part of the, the two limit, like, you know, our, our two songs that we're talking about. But man, if it wasn't. If it didn't just fit perfectly, yeah, that that band is definitely worth checking out. And that's their whole bit. Their whole vibe is 80s music. And it's, you know, it's, it's new 80s music. And that, to me, can be hard to come by because people are always trying to put a spin on something or make it different. But this is authentic, real 80s music that's new. And they're great. I love them.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I feel like something like that, it would be so easy for it to be trite, you know, but instead of being trite, it's wildly creative, because they're not a cover band, they're just copying this genre and doing it so well that I think if you played that song to a kid today, they wouldn't be able to tell you, maybe even some adults, if it's an actual 80s song, or if it's a current song that's made to sound like an 80s song, totally, you know?
0: Totally agree. Absolutely agree, yeah. They really do nail it.
1: They're, they're so, so good. And so I loved that they featured on the soundtrack as well because I think you've done that well with the movie too, right? Like you've taken this genre that feels like – An 80s movie to me, but made it completely modern with this really um, open minded sensibility and this really welcoming um, atmosphere for the film. Like where I think some of the John Hughes movies, um, their message hit so hard because of like judgment, you know, Mm -hmm. that people were getting. And Mm -hmm. this movie hit so hard because of the acceptance (laughs) for me, you know. And so I love that it was all of the feels of an 80s movie with. Tons of just like acceptance and love and none of the judgment or like mean girls part of it really even the character that you think is going to be kind of silly and mean this wonderful character called Tyler you guys like look out for him early on in the movie so funny so well acted again um but like even he turns out you know to like surprise you a little bit at the end so um i think that again that's that was a major accomplishment with this film that it just it did all of the things that we all love about 80s movies with just this huge heart and so much love behind it
0: oh well thank you ben that really means so much and that's it. That's all it is. It's, you know, there's plenty of movies out there. Every Everything that you can imagine is out there, right? You see it all streaming. And I just really wanted to get my piece of happy, good feels in the world because we couldn't use a little bit more of that. So thank you so much for that.
1: Exactly. Absolutely. Thank you for an amazing, an amazing movie, an amazing list of songs. <laughs> I cannot wait for the whole soundtrack. I mean, I'm like, whenever the movie goes huge... And the soundtracks out there, I want everyone to get their hands on the whole thing, but definitely we pulled, uh, I think we pulled some gems out of it um, and and gave at least a a high level overview of some of the the songs. Yeah, we skimmed it. We
0: skimmed the surface.
1: (laughs) We did. We skimmed the surface. Well, William, thank you so much for sharing what you're listening to this week and talking to me about The Good Hearts Club. To learn more about William and the Good Hearts Club, you can follow at Rude Boy Pictures on Instagram. That's R-U-D-E-B-O-Y-P-I-C-T-U-R-E-S. Um, And to attend an in-person screening of the film, if you're here local in Austin, the movie will be screening on September 18th as part of the Lake Travis Film Festival. So you can go to LakeTravisFilmFestival.com to purchase festival badges or single-day wristbands um, and see the movie here in Austin. Um, You can also watch it on Amazon, I believe, right? It's streaming on Amazon Prime, so you can look for Good Hearts Club there. Um, and to our listeners, please join me again next week to find your new favorite song.